This is a message for those that work in manufacturing across the UK and Ireland. Do your engineering maintenance stores keep you awake at night? Are your engineers spending excessive time sourcing and finding the spare parts they need? Eric's on-site teams take responsibility for your indirect supply chain, including both your MRO procurement and inventory control. And, as the name suggests, we do this while being based on your site. For more information, visit www.erics.co.uk forward slash em. This episode of Engineering Matters is supported by The Optimistic Outlook. The Optimistic Outlook is a great listen for fans of Engineering Matters. It is a podcast for anyone intrigued by innovation across sectors, whether you're in healthcare, infrastructure, energy or beyond. The show is hosted by Barbara Hampton, CEO of Siemens USA, and offers invaluable insights relevant and impactful for all industries. I think what you're really going to like is that Barbara Hampton is not just a CEO, she's a thought leader in the corporate world. In the podcast, you often learn from her journey to the top of Siemens USA, getting invaluable lessons on leadership, decision-making, and navigating the complexities of the modern workplace. Barbara brings a wealth of knowledge, not just about manufacturing, but about its ripple effects across all sectors. Her perspective illuminates how manufacturing innovations are setting the pace for changes in healthcare, infrastructure development, energy sustainability, and more. Regardless of your industry, the optimistic outlook is a source of motivation and forward-thinking ideas. Barbara's expertise in connecting dots between manufacturing and other sectors reveals actionable strategies for innovation and leadership in any field. We invite you to explore the optimistic outlook and join a broad audience that values transformative ideas, including us. Search for the optimistic outlook wherever you get your podcasts. It can seem at times as if we're drowning in a sea of waste. A great ocean of paper and tin, glass and plastic. All mixed together and resistant to recycling and reuse. Amp Robotics builds systems that cut through this complexity. Trained using millions upon millions of images, their robots can pick, sort and identify individual waste items, splitting them into streams that can then be recycled. But while their work is helping reduce the world's waste problems, they're creating their own form of waste. Not physical waste, but wasted time and effort, caused by legacy systems in their engineering and manufacturing departments. This makes it harder to track design changes, source materials efficiently, and ensure that finished goods leave the factory with all the documentation they need. They needed someone to come in, cut through the waste, and set them up with a system that allowed them to work more efficiently. Hello and welcome to Engineering Matters. I'm Rian Owen. And I'm Johnny Dowling. For this short episode, we have partnered with Arena, a PTC business, to learn how product lifecycle management, or PLM, can help manufacturers streamline their engineering and production processes 
and to cut wasted resources. We'll have a meeting, make introductions to the customer, and then uh, our role is project management. Understanding who the core team is from the customer, what resources are available to us. Do we have somebody from engineering and document control and quality and operations? And then understanding uh, what their goals are and their timeline. We start building that project plan. That was Scott Moisson. Scott is a solutions architect with Arena. When he works with new Arena PLM users, he often finds the same sources of process inefficiency. It's pretty much the same for all customers. They, they've got their CAD tools, so they have some of it in their CAD tools. And then they've got um, some of it scattered in spreadsheets. They may be spreadsheets out on Google Sheets or a shared drive network folders. Design engineers will work through their ideas using a CAD tool, like SolidWorks or Onshape. When a design is ready, they'll export that along with a bill of materials or BOM and pass it to their colleagues in manufacturing. And to get a finished product that's ready to ship, other divisions and third-party suppliers will need to prepare their own BOMs. Different organisations sourcing, supply chain operations, tended to have their own version of the bill of material. Your SolidWorks contains your mechanical aspects of your product, but it doesn't necessarily contain all aspects of your product. Labels, packaging materials, software, uh, electronics. This was the case at AMP. They had that scattered across you know, CAD solutions, across uh, network drives, um, and, uh, and other systems too. So uh, ERP systems as well. And that is a recipe for confusion. The issue with that is making sure that you're all talking from the same sort of truth. Arena aims to create a single source of truth. That allows everyone to get on with their job and make changes without confusion. As you're working as a company, right, designs are continually changing and updating. Let's just say from the mechanical side of the of your product, you might export a bill of material and say, here's our mechanical bomb, and you give it over to somebody who puts it in a spreadsheet, and then they start gathering uh, information about uh, the sourcing. It's easy to lose track of how each of these bills of materials relate to each other, or to miss revisions between each department's bombs. Trying to keep the electrical bomb, the mechanical bomb, what software was installed for that you know, particular revision of that, that product. Keeping that all maintained in spreadsheets is, you know, is a nightmare um, because everything's constantly changing and you're trying to figure out what to strike out, right? What, what got removed um, during this latest iteration of the design and what's been added and um, you know, how does that impact our manufacturing? As designers revise a product, They'll issue Engineering Change Orders, or ECOs. These are often prepared on paper or as documents to be electronically signed through yet another software package. AMP was pretty typical of what we expect to see, you know, with a, a customer. Um, you know, data scattered, you know, having a tough time making decisions. 
paper processes. So that's the other thing that you see. And when we talk about paper, it could actually be physical paper. They could be creating ECOs and printing them out and actually walking them around to people's desks for their paper, you know, actually ink signature. That engineering crisis today and many customers is still kind of a paper based. It might be electronic in a Word document uh, that they have, but they end up typically printing it and, and doing some sort of signature on it. Throughout the design, change and manufacturing processes, each step will require logistics and purchasing departments to source new materials or components. And without being able to track bombs and changes efficiently, that can mean some parts are purchased in multiple small orders at higher cost, while others are ordered when they're not needed. Who are they gonna buy the parts from? What manufacturer parts has engineering approved? Uh, and then going out and doing their sourcing. Well, so they've got this spreadsheet and they go off and they start doing sourcing and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, engineering sees that they need to make a change to it. And maybe they send an email with the new bomb to the other team who's working in their own spreadsheet and now they have to merge it or uh, they don't see the email, right? And now they're ordering parts that are no longer needed in the design, right? Because they've been replaced. Arena allows customers to bring all of these systems together. It creates a single source of truth that everyone in the company and its supply chain can rely on but it must be implemented in a way that integrates with the customer's existing processes. That's where the business analyst part of Scott's job becomes so important. As a business analyst, we are taking a look at the configuration. How do they need Arena configured, right? What are their category structures that, that they hold their data in? Our role as the business analyst then is try to understand what the customer structure looks like, explain how it works in Arena, explain the configurability, and the customer has a lot of say in, okay, well, this is going to make sense for our business. We'd like it structured this way. And the other part of us, our business analyst role is, you know, we've been implementing this at uh, other engineering companies for many years, is making sure that we're adhering to best practices. We're not getting overly complex with the configuration. Uh, we want it to make sure that it's really focused, concise, easy to learn, easy to adopt. Once he understands the customer's business, Scott turns his attention to how Arena will work alongside existing software and data sources. Then we start looking at the customer's data, right? Where is it scattered? You know, how many different CAD systems is it coming in from? In many cases, they have files scattered on network drives. They might have sourcing with one department. They've got the mechanical bombs in their SOLIDWORKS, but then electrical bombs might be coming from a third-party contract manufacturer or uh, another system. You've got to think about your, you know, those electrical parts and mechanical parts. Then you've got software that comes in. So that's in a different system. And then your finished good might have packaging material and labels and manuals, maybe things that aren't uh, either in the mechanical or the electrical tool, but they're in arena and they need to come together under one umbrella, that finished good, bringing all of that information into one finished good bill of material. One of the key tools for the engineers at AMP 
is SOLIDWORKS. This is just one of the many integrations which Arena connects seamlessly to. They were implementing Arena, so needing to get that configuration, bring all that data. But yeah, we had two integrations that we had a, that they purchased. One was SOLIDWORKS, and that was, we've got partners that deliver uh, these integrations. So uh, the SOLIDWORKS uh, integration was delivered by our uh, partner, uh, XPLM. With SOLIDWORKS, AMP would store information about components in data cards. These digital cards are based on their physical equivalents. Which would collect key information about each component. The length and diameter of a screw. Or the voltage and capacitance of a capacitor. Scott needs to understand which attributes are appropriate to each category of component and how those should be transferred from SOLIDWORKS to ARENA. So they, they all have different pieces of information that they uh, are, are critical to the engineer uh, because they also want to look at part reuse, right? You know, they don't want to have 10,000 screws in their arsenal if they can reuse the same screw. Um, so that's where attribution comes into play. And AMP had made heavy use of attribution in their SOLIDWORKS. Just as Arena allows engineering, manufacturing and purchasing to work from a single source of truth, it also allows for authoritative tracking of revisions. The rest of your, your team members building data in Arena and then approving it through the engineering change process then pushes that data into um, the ERP, right? Where you're gonna go off and do your sourcing, supply chain, purchasing, working with your contract manufacturers. As each department or team member works on a design or revision, they can collaborate through Arena and find new efficiencies. There's some collaboration tools within Arena. Things like Scribe is a feature in Arena where you can have, think of like a Teams chat or a Slack channel inside of Arena, but it's on an object. It could be on a part. You know, somebody could say, hey, does this part uh, really need to be steel? Could it be some, you know, could it be, you know, plastic? It brings the teams together in, a, in Arena and you're able to have these conversations, get notified of those conversations of when, you know, somebody opens up a, an, an issue or a question and somebody responds to it. Right, you've got this internal collaboration that you can kind of bring everybody together in one solution. By using Arena, AMP have been able to sort through the waste in their processes. They've streamlined each of the bombs created, mechanical, electrical, packaging, labelling, and combined them into a single source of truth. They can track revisions and collaborate on efficient sourcing. But is a solution like this appropriate only for companies like AMP or other big name arena customers like Sonos or Pulse Biosciences working at the cutting edge of AI and robotics, consumer technology or biotech? Arena really is focused on anybody that makes product, right? Anybody that designs and makes product. So we've got some customers that make, you know, some really simple products. We've got companies like AMP we have customers on that high complexity end and you know and on the lower complexity end we're really just focused on anybody that can manufacture
Engineering Matters is a production of Reby Media. This episode was written and produced by Will North and hosted by me, Johnny Dowling, and by Rian Owen. Editing was by Alex Conacher and series supervision by John Young. Sound engineering by Ross McPherson. And the single source of truth that helps us work without waste is Rory Harris. Thanks to our partner for this episode, Arena, a PTC business. And thank you for listening. You can find us on all podcast apps, on our website, engineeringmatters.reby.media, and on LinkedIn.